Hey everybody, it's Sam with Daily Sports Betting Overtime, and this is episode part two of College Basketball Bets today. Remember, we're doing dollar bets today. Why? Because we're starting off this brand new season betting responsibly. We're betting a lot of bets today, which is why... We're doing a dollar. That's right, you heard me. We're doing a dollar. Why? Because I've already gave you 44 free bets today in two episodes. Let's do some more in the 7 o'clock hour. Let's start off with Sienna versus number 23, St. Bonaventure. Now, a lot of you may not know about the Bonnies, but they're a team to be reckoned with. We're watching them. They're going to be one of the dark horses that we're going to be following most of the season unless something would happen. Does that mean I think they're going to win today? Uh, definitely. Does that mean I'm betting them? No. No, no, no. We're going with Sienna. At plus 19, minus 110. Why? Well, I told you in the episode right before this, part one, we explained why we may be betting some underdogs in force today because of what top teams are doing as far as getting players ready, playing different combinations, and not wanting to run up the score on friends. So we're also going to go over 133.5 for this game. I think this score is a little low at minus 110. Next game up at 7 o'clock, we've got Bellarmine. I'm going to be real honest with you. I did not see them play last year. I don't even know if I saw them play the year before. I read some articles about them. Just do not think that they can keep up with the number seven team in the nation, Purdue, who may give Michigan a run for their money. Probably should check out 348 to hear me talk and discuss a little bit of that. But anyway, we're taking Purdue minus the 22 points at minus 115. I think Matt Painter probably doesn't want to pour it on, but I don't think he can help it. I think he has a good team. Shoot or shoot, and he can't stop him for going in. Sienna has to stop him. Or, excuse me, Bellarmine has to stop him. Do I think they will? No. I see Purdue winning this one above 22. And let's go under 145.5 because I don't think they can combat Purdue's defense. So I think this one is a game we can make money on. Minus 110 on the under. 7 o'clock. We've got Oakland versus WVU, West Virginia University. Guys, Oakland will possibly 
give teams fits later in the year. If they give WVU fits this early on, the Mounties got problems. The Mountaineers will need to go back to the drawing board. Oakland likes to pressure. They like to get the ball up and down the court. But they're one of those teams that a lot of times will throw up shots, hope they get the rebounds, and can put them back in. Or get the rebounds, kick it out for a three. WVU should be able to take away all the rebounding advantages and be able to stop their drives. And WVU should make their shots. Let's see if they do. We're going to take WVU minus 17.5 at minus 110. And we're going to have them stay under tonight at 152 minus 110. Just, I don't think Oakland can score enough points to push that above the 152. 7 o'clock, we've got one of WVU's semi-rivals. The Citadel versus Pittsburgh. So, guys, I love the service academies. I love Citadel. Can they hold up against Pittsburgh? No. No, they don't get the caliber athlete that Pittsburgh does. Number makes me a little iffy, though. However, we're going to take Pittsburgh. Minus 10.5 points at minus 110. I know Pittsburgh's not that good. Surely, they can beat Citadel by more than 11. Right? Um, Let's hope they also stay under 159. Minus 110. When you look at those numbers back-to-back between Pittsburgh and WVU, yeah, Pittsburgh Citadel can't score more than WVU Oakland, right? So let's take the under 159 and minus 110. Then, 7 o'clock, we've got Fairfield versus Providence. Guys, I'm taking the Friars at minus 15.5, minus 110. Oh, I need to back up. A lady wrote me the other day, said, please, if you're talking about mascots and you don't reiterate whose mascot they are, sometimes I don't know what you're talking about. It's Providence Friars. So we are taking Providence. And then under 133... Minus 110. Next 7 o'clock game. Texas Southern versus number 13, Oregon. A lot of people see this one as semi-close. A lot of people are taking the plus 20. I'm not. I think Oregon wants to put the Pac-10 on notice. Pac-12. Sorry about that. Oh, I am. Anyway, we're going to take Oregon 
minus 20 and a half at minus 110. And again, we're taking an under, under 149 minus 110. I told you why we're doing all these unders. Episode previous, 149, and broke down why we're doing that. Next 7 o'clock game is South Carolina Upstate. No, I didn't write that down wrong. It's actually a basketball team. South Carolina Upstate is taking on the University of South Carolina. Guys, South Carolina's not that good. But, when you're talking South Carolina Upstate, no, no, no. We're taking South Carolina Upstate. Yeah, I heard all of you go, what? Yes, I don't believe South Carolina beats them by more than 25. So we're going to take South Carolina Upstate plus 25 minus 110 looking to make money. Under 148, though. Don't think either team scores that much. Um, And then that is at Minus 110. 7 o'clock. We've got Lafayette versus Syracuse. Guys, we know Syracuse confounds people. For some reason, it seems like teams kind of stay with them for a little bit. And then Syracuse blows these cupcakes out. I don't know why. Because so many mid-major and ranked teams can handle Syracuse. I've got to take Syracuse, though. Minus 120, or excuse me, minus 24 points. Minus 110. And then I think this game also stays under 151 minus 110. 7 o'clock game. This one probably going to upset some of you. It shouldn't. It doesn't mean that Hubert Davis and the Tar Heels. If you talk to me personally, I'll call them the Tar Heels. I don't really like them. I don't like Hubert Davis. But again, I went on that 348 and talked about North Carolina's team. So it should be no surprise that when they take on Leola, Maryland, Leola, Baltimore, uh, the 19th North Carolina, I, I really don't see them blowing out Leola. Now, they're not Loyola, um, Chicago. I don't expect them to win. I don't even really expect it to be a close game. However, do believe Loyola minus 24 and a half stays within that. And a lot of people in North Carolina question. The Carolina team. 
Why? Because they expect them to blow out teams like this, as Dick Vitale calls them, the cupcakes. They expect them to blow them out. I don't think it's done tonight. And I think this one also stays under 150, minus 110. Next game up, Boston University versus Rhode Island. I actually think this is going to be a good game. I think Rhode Island ends up pulling this out. Minus the 9 points, minus 110. But I think this is a good game. If it is shown in your area, you may want to catch it because... This Rhode Island team is not the Rhode Island Rams that we saw 10, 15 years ago. So I think Boston University does keep it somewhat close until the end, and I think they all stay under uh, 145 at minus 110. Next game up, Portland versus Arizona State. I want to watch Arizona State. I really want to look at their next couple games, like three to five games, because I want to truly get a read on them. I don't know what exactly they have this year. Will they be able to take on Oregon, UCLA, Will they be able to be in the hunt this year? Um, I'm going to bet on no. But, like I said, I want to pay attention to the next three to five games. They're playing Portland tonight, and I'm actually betting on Portland plus 23 points. I really don't think Arizona State blows them out by 40 or something like that. I've read in an Arizona paper that fans think they're going to blow them out by 35, 40 points. Yeah, I don't think that, and neither do the sports books. Let's stay under 156 at minus 110. Next up, I talked about Tennessee a couple episodes ago. Guys, I want to see this team. Do I think they blow UT Martin out? That's University of Tennessee Martin. Do I think they blow them out? Yes, Tennessee will blow their doors off. And everybody in the SACC will point at them and say, Oh, look at Tennessee. We need to be scared of them. Not yet. You can't tell. I'm taking UT Martin, though, plus 35. I think Tennessee, they're 18th in the nation. I talked about um, Kennedy Chandler that is on Tennessee. We want to see where he can take them this year. I just don't see them blowing the doors off of Tennessee Martin by over 35. Let's stay under 148.5 minus 110. Here's the thing. 
I think Tennessee doesn't get 100. I would say they're going to probably stay within 85 to 95. So I just need UT Martin to give me 50, 60 points. Is that too much to ask? Now when I say that, maybe it is. No, no, no. I'm staying with the plus 35. Next game up. South Carolina State versus East Carolina. Yeah, I know. Some of you just went, why are we betting that game? Because East Carolina does have a following. I think there's money to be made in this game. I think East Carolina beats them by over 21 points. So we're taking East Carolina minus the 21, minus 115. And then, again, I think this game stays under at 149, minus 110. We've got Stony Brook versus George Mason. Now, other than a couple of the big games that highlight tonight, if you're looking for a mid-major game, that's going to entertain you. That's going to have you sitting on the edge of your seat. And you really don't have to bet it. It's going to be this Stony Brook-George Mason game. Why? Because they're very similar. And they're both at the same talent level. Which makes for a good game. So I'm still taking George Mason minus 3.5 points at minus 110. If you're a true basketball fan and this is available in your area, you may want to give it a try. At least for a couple minutes because you're going to see a good game, not a blowout. Um, I think they stay under 139.5. Neither team gets the ball out and runs. And we're going to stay, we got this at minus 110. Next up, we've got North Carolina Central versus Richmond. Little worried about this game. Why? Well, I don't know that Richmond will cover the 27 points. I'm betting that they will. I'm taking Richmond minus 27 at minus 105. But, again, I don't know what either of these teams have this year, especially the Spiders. That's Richmond. And I, going on their past history, going on last season, and I really do expect Richmond to blow them out. And again, I think this score is too low. So we're going to go over in this game, minus 137 and a half points. And I got that at minus 110. I just, I think the Richmond Spiders show something against a team like North Carolina Central. 7 o'clock, we've got Delaware versus Davison. Davison lost a lot of players. They struggled some with the pandemic. 
with injuries, bumps, bangs, and really cohesiveness last year. I'm still taking Davison to beat Delaware, minus 7 at minus 110. I just think Davison's outlook on this season is not as bright as what it has been in the past. I think this game goes over the 137 because both teams like to shoot the lights out. I just hope they get it up and down the floor enough to go over 137 at minus 110. 7 o'clock. I, under normal circumstances, probably wouldn't bet this game. Um, I'm going to anyway. It's a dollar. Dollar bet day. Uh, Quinnipiac versus number 21 ranked Maryland. I like Quinnipiac. Can they stand up to Maryland? No. I have to take Maryland minus the 23 points at minus 110. I think they beat them by 40. But I hate to do it. Some of you probably know why. I really like this coaching staff. But uh, it's all about the money. Remember? It's not about who you like. So let's go with Maryland. And we're going to have them stay under 141 minus 110. Let's hit one of the big dogs tonight. Let's, Let's call it out. 7 o'clock hour, starting, I believe, on ESPN. We're going to talk number 8, Kansas, versus Michigan State. Now, a lot of analysts, handicappers, picked Kansas. I think they're discounting Michigan State. I think a lot of people are discounting Michigan State. They're discounting Tom Izzo. When I say he's a great coach, he's a great coach. He's already in my Hall of Fame. And if I had to rank coaches, maybe in my top 20, top 15, All time. Top seven. Top ten definitely. Of active coaches. Right now. Maybe even top five. Guys. Michigan State. Did lose. Three. Starters. Three important starters. And people are making a big deal of that. They're forgetting you have five starters in basketball, meaning they've got two starters returning. They also have their sixth man returning who's starting. Guys, that's the way basketball works. You're not going to have five starters returning all the time. Tom Izzo has dealt with this before. Dealt with it successfully. Don't discount them.
especially when Kansas has a lot of new faces. Some by recruiting, some by transfer. K-State, or excuse me, Kansas has two big-time players out tonight. One for a drunk driving incident and the second one due to injuries. They've been practicing the whole entire preseason with the starters, which means two non-starters in practice are stepping up to start. They weren't expecting that. How do they handle the new pressure of being the person trying to fill those shoes? Now, I'm not discounting Kansas's Arizona State transfer. Remy Martin, he is a stud. And he's going to have to do some amazing things tonight as far as getting the ball to the right people and really shutting down Michigan State. Remember, people are betting Kansas hand over fist because Michigan State lost three starters. Guys, Kansas lost two within the last five days, three to five days. Um, different situation. Michigan State also three starters. They've had three other guys practicing the whole entire time with the first team. They know they were starting. They've had time to get used to it, be pressed about the media, and all of that. I'm taking Michigan State because when it's this early, this big of a game in the season, the beginning part of the game comes down to who's the better coach, and a lot of times the end of the game comes down to who's the better coach. Guys, I'm Tom Izzo all the way. So I'm taking Michigan State. I got it earlier today, plus four. Look around for that. Some books still have it. You're also going to see Kansas minus three and a half, minus three. Still taking Michigan State. This gets down to a pick'em game. You might want to hold up. Really look at what you think. This is where you can't depend on someone to make a last-minute betting choice. So really watch here. I'm going Michigan State plus 4, minus 110. And I know this is going to disappoint all of you. First game, first game jitters, national audience. I think defense rules in this game. Shooting's going to suffer. They haven't practiced or played anywhere like Madison Square Garden. So, unless somebody really gets on a roll, I don't think shooting heats up tonight in this particular game. I think this one goes under 
141 and a half at minus 115. FIU's taking on Georgia tonight. I'm taking Georgia minus 9, minus 110, over 153 and a half, minus 110. Next up, we've got Presbyterian versus Clemson. Now, this is a Clemson football team. Well, maybe it is. But anyway, they're not going to be real good. But they're way better than Presbyterian. Let's take Clemson minus 18 at minus 105. And this game stays under 134 at minus 110. 7 o'clock tonight, we've got Ryder versus Duquesne. Going to take Duquesne tonight, minus 7.5, minus 112. And I think this one also stays under at minus 148, minus 110. Evansville versus Cincy. Cincinnati, they have their cupboard full enough to handle Evansville fairly easily. Let's take Cincy at Minus 11 and a half, minus 110. I think this game goes over 134 and a half, minus 110. Then, 7 o'clock, last game we're betting on in the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to take Dayton over University of Illinois Champaign. The UIC, Dayton, minus 14.5 at minus 110. And I think this game goes over 135.5 minus 110. Guys, a lot of bets there starting at 7 o'clock. Which means, number one, a lot to keep track of. No, I didn't set very many alerts for these 7 o'clock games. Because they would have been ping, 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 ping. With updates, with injury updates, with this team going to halftime, this team, you know, coming out. No. Way, way too much. But now you see, I've spent a half an hour giving you just the 7 o'clock games. And I'm tired. But we're going to have up next the 7.30 and 8 o'clock games on the next episode. This is why you've got to bet responsibly. This is why I'm doing dollar bets today. going to have fun. I'm going to get my feel of college basketball by flipping around, setting alerts. But I'm betting responsibly. That's what today's motto is. So guys, do not bet your mortgage money, your food money, your rent money. And definitely don't bet the money you should be spending on your kids. It's the holidays after all. Guys, if you feel like you have a problem, or if anyone really close to you feels like you may have a gambling problem, you need to stop right here, right now. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You need to answer their questions honestly so they can make the appropriate referral someone in your local area that will give you the correct 
help, guidance, and support that you need. As always, I wish you guys the best of luck when anything you're watching or betting on tonight. There's enough of them. But I look forward to speaking to you guys soon about those 7.30 and 8 o'clock games. And hopefully, I get to see you down the road.